Well, good afternoon. We're so glad that all the hunter children that joined, we won more again for Zulamine on sustainability. This year, the Queen Quet head from the body of the Gullah Geechee Nation. We're so glad that hunter take the time for join week every Wednesday at 3. Oh, and hunter children, guess what? It on the 20th episode. Great God, it a shouting time. Great, we done do this thing any. Okay, well, you know, every week when we the dig, we focus on something different than thing like that. And every week when we dig, we can't focus on who we be down here in the Gullah Geechee Nation. From Jacksonville, North Kakalaki down to Jacksonville, Florida. And I turned it to 35 miles inland to the St. George River. Without crack we teeth about how we get you and who we been will first get you. So you know, but pay homage to we ancestors and thing like that. We always start off with a leave moment of silence and thing like that. And so this should be, we won't pay homage to all we ancestors will be from Tefoski. Many of the lady in the Manfield Cemetery right now and thing like that. And thing like that. We'll brace it and look down from we, from heaven above, a smile and say we still remember them. So this should be, let we take a moment of silence. Now, if people are yet about this island called the Fusky, that island right here where I be. I'm from St. Island, but just down the creek on them, that the Fusky. And Beaufort County, South Kakalaki, beautiful Beaufort, by the sea. And it's just still where they live in Gullah Geechee community to be. Now, over there, the Fusky don't have to do with a lot of different things. And just even a couple of weeks ago, Hunter Chillin' yelling me to have Hunter assign this here petition. But let them don't drink up the funds, the fusky head. Remember that? Okay. Well, if honey ain't been no, we win that thing. Crap, God. Sister Sally and all them be there. They want the fusky, the shouting thing. When them did not have homage for them dig the sand in the soul of out of the fusky. Yeah, that's what we call them. The fusky. That thing lay you in till we see islands. So, you know, this your day. I want to take y'all with me. We going going on down the creek show to the Fusky. So let me show y'all a little bit of the journey what we captured years ago by my special guest what day with me today. So let me see this thing about the Fusky. speedboat that morning and boy we got to the fusky dock and who was sitting up there jim williams in an austrian car i mean we couldn't have even scripted that better i don't know if we, you remember the car breaking down the battery cable or something had gotten loose and we were stranded But the last house we went to probably was uh, Johnny Hamilton. He lived back over in the really remote part of the island. He had a 
comes with a kitchen away from the house. The Fusky was fast then, and oh gosh, nobody hardly visited the Fusky, but they all were very, I mean, everybody embraced strangers on the Fusky as always. When I came back from the north after about five years, the first place I was assigned was the Fusky. It conjured up all of my childhood images. Considering that had changed, you know, we had telephone here, we had uh, what we call running water, indoor plumbing. <laughs> we had very few snakes by then, you know, and left the yard and the surrounding. And so the first kid to me was a recon reincarnation of my childhood. And I could just, you know, identify with just about everything on the first as opposed to you know, it changed, has changed so much that very little identity with my childhood here now. The northern shipper, I walked on tour. It got me for little and that great feeling. It got me inside this waterway in the motor. It went up a store. It did me. And it's your righteous path for your name. Yay! Do I walk through this valley? We're dead to grind or wrong. I want to fear nothing special evil. But he ain't there with me. He roared, he stopped, he give me comfort. Oh, I then attack this terrible squirt him out. While my enemy deal right there. Oh, he give me plenty in the night, my head with all till me cook to run over. Surely, goodness and mercy. Why me? Hide me all my dears and take my gun. Oh, and I go and did it. Even this house of the Lord. Forever. Forever. Amen. At one time it meant that you were less than mainstream America. That you were outside of the mainstream and that was not good because in order to quote-unquote, make progress, you had to be mainstream. You had to speak like mainstream America. You had to eat like them. You had to dress like them. And everybody strived for that. Everybody strived to be mainstream. We, um, we chanted that. Diversity is now embraced. And so the big girl now means that you are part of this diverse world and, 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 and that you have something to offer. You have a different food way to offer, but different, you have a different speech to offer, you have words from West Africa that you can tell people about, you have a, a, a real composite culture that you can live and uh, in a way that's comfortable to you, to yourself. And so you have a kind of a self-identity that you can be proud of. That's what we think it means. I mean, that's what it means to me now. We fought her. Dear Yaman. What up? The Hunanian. The kingdom. Come. 
decisión. ¿Qué hubiera sido a ti? Un día de break para mi amor. And please forgive me, God, for all trespass and things we don't do. Forgive them. What? Don't come against we. Did we? Not going into temptation. And set we away for evil. But doing the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. 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 It's just been a little bit of the journey where we want to take on a two. And you know what honey children can go and do? You can go to that booking thing. Oh yeah, that you see putting the cover just now. And show honey all plenty more about this your place where we done turn into the first key. But you know right ya, when we use the word zooming in, them what they knew to me guess this your day. And thing like that. Now, plenty of hundred children might show back yona. You might show them next day. Husband, if y'all been into them athletic and thing like that. And God bless the dead hunter member of the ash. Uh-huh. So we got somebody who been not just a film, all these your thing and caption and steals and thing like that. Oh, they were he been to do. But it come here too. And so my sister is here with us today, and it's such an honor to have her. This photographer, I pray that you have had the opportunity to have heard of before and to have seen her works before. And today we've asked her to join us here on Zooming In so that she can tell us the words that come from behind that camera lens because it's one thing to zoom in with the camera lens and it's another thing to know what led you to zooming in so today i want to introduce to all of you sister Jeannie matsumi ash who is here with us and interestingly enough she has actually been on this journey documenting the island of defusky for a couple of decades and so if you own the book that you just saw the cover of on the screen, you bet not let it go. It is a collector's item now, especially if you have one of the original first printings. The beauty of what she has done is not just to come here like many people have done, come here like they're on safari, capture the images, go away, we never see them again. The only thing we hear is we're in a book or we're in a documentary or we're in somebody's exhibition in some gallery or especially in some museum and no one's names are attached. There's a disconnect. There's no continuous relationship. Well, these waterways continue to carry our journey, to carry our legacy, to carry our story and they carried her to us and she's never disconnected from us here in Beaufort County, South Carolina, in the Gullah Geechee Nation, and in particular, definitely didn't disconnect from the folks at Defusky. You heard Emery Campbell just telling you about the first day they connected up to go over and shoot the images, some of which you just got to see. But now we wanna zoom in on more about her photography and cultural communities 
my sister Jeannie. Peace and blessings. Welcome to Zooming In on Sustainability. How honored to do today. I'm doing very well. Thank you so much for having me, Queen Quet. It's my honor to be here and to talk to you personally and to see you, finally. Finally, yes, finally. And, you know, we were talking before we came on the air about my chagrin, about the fact that Rona the run round y'all. Y'all hear me? Y'all hear me to crack the teeth of Rona every week. I tell her she, you know, I just set them for a switch in the lead while they need to go sit down. Okay, because she blocking us from having this wonderful celebration that we had planned for this new tier, I call it, this new stage in the work that you have done. So, Sister Jeannie, first, let's take them backward. Let's do a little bit of Sankofa. Let's go back and fetch it, and then let's fly forward. Tell us, when was your first journey to the Fusky Island? It was in April of 1977, and I have a friend, or had a friend, um, that I've known for years, who's from Buford, and wow. I'm sure you know her, and that's Verda Mae Grosvenor. Absolutely, yes, who yes, God bless the dead, yes. Unbelievably talented writer and presence. Verda had so much presence. I, I felt uh, very, very fortunate to know Verda, mm -hmm. and that was how I learned about the Sea Islands. Yeah. But I first came down and and visited a couple of the islands like Edisto, mm -hmm. and I visited uh, John's Island and yeah. Wadmala Island. Mm -hmm. And I came back and I told Verda how what an amazing trip I had. She said, "Well, did you go to Defusky?" Mm -hmm. <laughs> right. Said, no, I didn't go to Defusky. You, you gotta go to Defusky. You gotta go shoot on Defusky. Mm -hmm. So that's really how my journey began. It was through Verda Maygrove, and I to this day um, thank her for, for that journey because the idea of going to the Sea Islands actually started when I was in college. Really? It did. Um, you know, a lot of students, I attended an art school, um, and a lot of the students were going to Europe, you know, mm -hmm. uh, Paris yeah. and London and yeah. various yeah. places in Europe to do their independent study. Right. That's the usual and spots. To, yeah. That's, oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, it, it's a wonderful thing to do, but I, I wanted to go to West Africa. Mm -hmm. And um, I just had to prove to my teachers to get the credits to finish out my junior year in mm -hmm. college that I could take six or seven classes and what I would do with that. Wow. And of course, three of my photography classes were about photographing in West Africa. Mm -hmm. But to, to just try and wrap up what's very, very long story, because I graduated from college 50 years ago. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so um, You don't look like you graduated I, 50 years ago, ma'am, by I the did. way. Let me let you know that. Let me know. <laughs> let me let you know almost. that. Okay. Almost. <laughs> Almost. But um, when I was uh, in West Africa, I made it a point to go to Cape Coast, Ghana, yes. where the transatlantic slave trade yes. took place. Major. And I never felt that I was taught um, the real story of slavery when I was in high school. Yeah, none of us um, were. None of us were. Right. <laughs> Even further back. Mm -hmm. than yeah. You. yeah. Yeah, I got you. Much younger than me. Mm -hmm. And... Um, I just, I had to go to Cape Coast and have that 
experience of standing at the porthole. Yeah. Um, I visited seven countries in West Africa, but mm -hmm. that seared in my mind, standing mm. at the porthole and looking out, and all you see is ocean. Go of no return. Yeah. All you see is ocean. I was so um, overwhelmed mm -hmm. by that and mm -hmm. the story that I had come to learn about how slavery happened. Right. Um, and I started wondering, this open this ocean with no end as you say mm -hmm. you just see this horizon yeah but where do you go where are you going absolutely where are you going and i happen to be the cape coast ghana is actually next to a couple of fishing villages right mm -hmm. yeah so um have you been to cape coast Queen yeah, the, well my first journey actually took me to the opposite side of the continent but to I have, yes, because okay. we went there with the UN and everybody thought, well, we thought you'd go to the West Coast first, but I actually went, you know, the opposite way. And it was interesting there, the same thing that you're saying, they're fishing villages uh -huh. right where the people that ended up being enslaved were taken from. And a lot of people don't realize that happened on both coasts of the motherland. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. I've never been to East Africa, so that's very interesting to me that yeah. you had a similar experience. Absolutely, yeah. And that's why when you're talking, though, I'm seeing, I'm seeing what you're seeing in your mind. I'm sure. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And so, you know, I started thinking about um, what is on the other side, and I thought about the Sea Islands, mm -hmm. and that really sort of started that journey. Now, mind you, I was a junior in college, right? And it was two and a half years, almost three years later, um, I was in the Sea Islands. Oh, wow. And I just said, I'm going to drive down there and drive down Highway 17. That was just right. The King's Highway. Left turns. There you, you know, go. That's it. That's all you got to do. Yep. And get to the coast and get in the ocean again. That's yeah. all you got to yeah. do. You're right. Coming from north, yeah. all you do is make customer left turns to get to us. But tell exactly. me this. Now, exactly. many people may not know who Verda Mae was. And God bless the dead, Verda Mae Grossmaner was a culinary anthropologist, is what she called exactly. herself. And so how did you meet her? And then did she come with you on the journey? Or when you made this journey coming down 17, were you alone? No. When uh, I first met Verda through a friend of mine who's a writer who was good friends with Verda. His name is Donald Bogle. Okay. He's written several books about um, black Hollywood and oh, black yes. movies. And, um, so he introduced me to Verda, and I actually met her at this place called the Corso Club in New York. In New so York. it was loud, and uh -huh. you know, we were having a great time, right. and I said, oh, I know all about you. And, um, and she also knew another friend of mine who was actually the editor of Vibrations Cooking. It was okay. the first book yeah, that, uh, that Berta she had did. published. Right. And the first book that Marie Brown, who's a very well-known uh, publishing editor, mm -hmm. uh, edited Verda May's book. Okay. So we started out, we're all still friends, except, of course, Verda is no longer with on. us. Yeah. But um, Marie Brown just celebrated her 80th birthday on oh, October 4th. Oh, God bless her. So we've been Wonderful. in touch, yeah. And I even told her I was going to be on with you today. And nice. I was finally going to meet you. Yes. And uh, that's so that's how I met Verda. Verda. Just all of those connections. Yes. New York City is a big place. But you in know our community, it. we know Yeah, it's other. a smaller circle. Yes, yeah, a much <laughs> smaller circle. Yeah, because I met Verda May because she was with um, NOW, the program NOW. 
at PBS. And yes, so she yes. ended up doing this whole and thing for Bill Moyers, right? And yes. she came down and she and I journeyed around St. Helena, you know, right. and then sure. they documented and that was a very, very popular episode. Um, for them at that time and that was before uh, you know on demand TV <laughs> and so you know so we knew we were coming on TV you know everybody sat down like oh yeah what time what channel what, what, they coming on they could be we tonight now come on come on y'all we gotta watch this show. you know and so everybody really loved that episode so yeah it's it's wonderful to know like you said how to circle as big as New York is the circle gets very small and then when you start talking about Gullah Geechee there's an even smaller circle in that circle because there's a lot of Gullah Geechee's in New York, but folks got to connect you up. So, yeah, so when you came down 17, who came with you? Or did you just come alone? No, I did not come alone, but I just want to say one thing, Would you? because I'll forget. Would you sure. please send me a link to the conversation you had with Verda? Because the two of you have very similar energy. Oh, yes. And it must have been a very vigorous conversation. It was. It was. <laughs> Absolutely. And she was fun. She did come to uh, Defusky with me a couple of times. Beautiful. And um, I actually uh, visited some friends of hers on St. Helena Island. Oh, she did and, come to yeah. Oh, yeah. It was the fried fish sandwiches. Oh, you know that. Thing. That's why I was waiting on for this. We were supposed to do a fish fry, had tea and a salad, red rice, all that kind of thing for this. Yeah. A Rona yeah. won't be, Rona won't stop the party, but it can never stop the party. You see? Yeah. Yes. So please remember to send me. I will. The, uh, I will. Way. I would love, I would love to see that. And of course, to see Verda May doing her thing. Of course. You're from Buford as well. St. Helena you? Island. Yes. That's yes. right where I am right now. So yeah, I'm a native of St. Helena. So I can almost throw a, a, a stone across to hit Emory. Over there on Hilton Head. <laughs> I can almost throw it over there. I'm a good pitcher. I can almost make it. So That's definitely. Right. It. it is wonderful. Well, so now tell me. Okay, so we're in the 1970s. You yep. are coming down to go to Defusky to do what? Is in your mind that you're actually documenting a place that is going to be reminiscent of West Africa? Or you just have a class assignment? What's in your mind when you're taking this journey to come down? And did that, what was in your mind initially, did that get altered once you got to that dock where Emory said it was like y'all couldn't have even staged that? The timing was so impeccable for what was going on when you got there? No, that's a very good question. And you really are taking me back and asking it because it was absolutely for myself as a photographer, I engage in projects because I'm interested in history. I'm mm -hmm. interested in people and I want to connect to people. Yeah. And that's how I do it. I grew mm -hmm. up on the south side of Chicago. Mm -hmm. So going to um, West Africa where, you know, there there is no color in right. West Africa. That's right. Because everybody is African, right. you know. So, so having that experience mm -hmm. um, was mind-boggling to me and then to go to uh, to go to the sea islands was I was very careful when I first arrived but the key for my going to Defusky was going with Emery Campbell mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and everybody knows who Emery Campbell is right and Berta May was very very good friends obviously yes. with uh with Emery yeah and as a result that's how I met Emery and he said come on down and I'll be happy to go over to Defusky and introduce you to some folks and which was perfect Queen mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so it was uh, my late husband 
it was uh, Emery Campbell and his wife Emma yes, Campbell. Yes. Yes. And I believe Francis Jones was on was the with you boat. Too. We had a, okay. Emery had gotten a smaller boat, so we didn't go over on the Waving Girl. I don't okay. even know if the yeah. Waving Girl still it's not is there it anymore. No, it's not running anymore. Mm -mm. So. Um, Emory had gotten a boat to take us over, and yeah, uh, Mrs. Jones was, was on the boat as well. But um, when we got off of the boat and landed on the dock, mm -hmm. there was this, you know, this ox cart, and Emory said, <laughs> but I don't know if this was staged or oh, what. what? They looking for you. <laughs> that was so perfect. That was, it was such so a perfect. beautiful image. And Emory started the, the introductions, but um, it was very important it's always important when you're doing something that's, um, it's either going to be an intrusion on people's mm -hmm. lives yeah. or it's going to be a welcoming. Yes. And I knew right away, I heard um, language and I heard things that I couldn't quite understand. And mm -hmm. Emery said to me, they're saying you're a Fukamiya. Right. So he explained to me what Forbinya and Forkumya meant. Mm -hmm. I mean I was this was I was in my twenties, Queen Quite. Right, right. So it, it was um a moment that I just had to take it all in. But I yeah. did start taking some photographs right. and I learned just by um instinct and intuition mm -hmm. what felt Right. Okay, and yeah. what didn't feel feel okay, feel okay. and that's yeah. pretty much how I moved through the journey. The four or five years on and off the island, staying with my sister uh, Susie Smith. Okay, um, all the times that nice. that I visited Defusky, and as time went on, um, I became more and more more and more welcomed. Yes, and I started getting phone calls, mm -hmm. uh, as you'll see in the book when. Uh, the matriarch of the island, Blossom, yes. Sally Mae's uh, grandmother. That's her grandma, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, her grandmother, when she passed, Susie called me up and said, you got to come down. Mm -hmm. So the home you know, And I did, yeah. and, and attended the funeral the because gone, yeah. Blossom was very, very important to the community. Yeah. And um, she kept her eye on me the I'm sure. whole time I'm sure. I was there. <laughs> I'm sure of that. <laughs> she did, she did. Yeah. And uh, Janice Gordon, her mom is Ella May. Ella May, uh, okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So when Janice uh, and her husband Joe, then her fiance, decided to get married, her mom wanted them to get married okay. in the Union Baptist Church on yes. the island. Yes, and so that's and where you just, shot those photos. Yeah, so I see. she, she uh, asked if I would take pictures at her wedding. So I, I was beginning to feel that people were understanding what I was trying to do. And they appreciated and, you, which means oh, you showed gosh. respect for and to the community. Otherwise, they would not have welcomed you back. They would have swept the door door clean <laughs> when you left the first time. You wouldn't have been back in four and five years. Sure. So over yeah. that four or five year period, is that what the book encompasses an entire four to five years? Or when yes. did you put that book together? Was that a, the initial vision? Or was it something that grew over all that time? It grew over time, but the first book, which was published in 1982 by the University of South Carolina Press, mm -hmm. had 68 black and white photographs in it. Okay. Okay. So 
what I didn't envision at that time was that 25 years later, mm -hmm. I would have revisited all of my contact sheets from Defusky Island uh -huh. and seen how much time had changed the world, yes. changed yes. Defusky. It had changed me personally. Yes. And as I went through the contact sheets, I decided there's... A 25th anniversary book here and now yeah. I'm having 114 photographs in it so the 25th anniversary edition was much a much larger uh, robust larger collection of, yeah. Yeah, of images and I think that was not just because the island changed but because I had you know uh, become a mother mm. I was seeing the young children that I yeah. had photographed back then right. um, differently yeah, then you would have at 20-something years old. Exactly. Right. Was, you know, in my mid-20s. Yeah. So um, it, it was really, uh, it's been a process. Mm -hmm. And I tell you, I'm still working on the Defusky Island portfolio. Yes. But the point of, of bringing all that up is you can see the progression of my um, connection to Defusky. It's, yes. it's been my life's work. Yeah, and it's a beautiful, it's a beautiful life's work, and it Thank is you. wonderful to see, you know, as someone who loves the Fusky, who's taken the boat over there many, many times, and helped raise money, and been part of the Fusky Day presenting, and touring the island, and everything, and eating devil crab, of course. I'm sure you had your fair <laughs> share when you were there. My mother just made devil crabs yesterday here. Um, oh, yes, yes. so, you know, that hasn't changed. That hasn't changed. Uh, well, so, Smith swore that hers were world famous. You you know that you know that now, and then if you go down the road a little somebody else gonna tell you oh stop my girl mine better right <laughs> so they all like to challenge each other on that but Defusky does so have a great name for the devil crabs that's like with Defusky oysters they used to be known yes. around the world until yeah. you know the destruction came and then polluted the waters around it and exactly. so one of the things that I love is that. What you have done, let me ask this question because I know some of our, our viewers are going to want to know this. The 25th year, the anniversary edition of your book, yes. when it was released, I was so happy. I was like, we got to get, get this book because we needed an archive. Not even mm -hmm. realizing that we had, someone had donated a softback version, I guess, of the original one. So we had that. Oh, wonderful. Yeah. But now. You have both. Yeah, I believe we have both in the archive, fortunately. But now tell me this. Are, are either version of the book still available? Can people go to a website or anywhere to your website and order copies of the book? You can on Amazon, actually. Okay. Um, maybe Barnes & Noble. I haven't checked there recently, but the 25th anniversary edition is still available. And I just have a few of the paperback copies and maybe one hardcover copy of the first edition that was published in 1982 okay. with the 68 black and white photographs. So that right. one, it's very hard yeah, to find the first edition. Editions. But they were both published by the University of South, South Carolina, Carolina Press, who okay. was true to the project Wonderful. was true to understanding um, the importance of the historical significance of Defusky Island and the people. Absolutely. A tribute to the people tribute of Defusky. Absolutely. And you have still been paying tribute to the people here by helping the next generation be able to forward and advance their education. You were a student when you came, and now right. you've been helping students for years through digs, 
the Defusky Island Gullah Scholarship Fund that you have. Tell the audience about that and how they can support it. What currently is going on? What made you do this short film that we just watched? And what's coming up in the project, with the project, so that more people could get involved if they want to contribute as well? Right. Well, right now there is a page on an organization. It's a nonprofit called the Southern Documentary Fund. Mm -hmm. And I wanted people to be able to contribute until the scholarship fund was actually at the University of South Carolina, Buford. And we are in the process of setting that up now. But right now, any donations that come in are going to this Southern Documentary Fund, which is actually located in, I think, Durham, North Carolina. Carolina. Of course, mm -hmm. we'll do it, you know, everything online. But um, the people who, it's a donation as opposed to just giving money. And mm -hmm. that's why it was important to me to belong to an organization. I had tried other ways of trying to get the scholarship fund um, in its own place but it took a long time for this to be put together. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I, I, there were people I was connected with and um, had stayed close to uh, Susie's daughter and mm -hmm. um, uh, a cousin of, of uh, Susie's daughter and a couple of other people that I just, you know, called up and they called me and, and I tried to help with their education, but also their children's education. Right. And what I really wanted to do, Queen Quet, was two of the big intentions mm -hmm. of this project was one, um, to give the um, to give the importance of the island and the people of the island to mm -hmm. history. Yes that I wanted the story to be told and I wanted it to be told by us. Right. I wanted people to understand the dignity mm -hmm. in the people at Defusky Island. Yes. I wanted people to see that. Yes. And so it wasn't so much about the language, which I'm glad that that has, you know, really developed as well as mm -hmm. it has in terms of having some significance in the general public. People are beginning to hear because of people like your, yourself, um, the language spoken. Mm -hmm. um, and of course, the, uh, the New Testament, which yes. has been written in Gala. Mm -hmm. But the, the two, to get back to the two intentions, um, yes, it was to document, but the other two was one, to set up an educational fund for the kids but specifically, the reason why I called it Defusky Island Gullah Scholarship Fund mm -hmm. was because there are very, very few Gullahs actually living on Defusky anymore. Right. And I didn't want there to be any confusion about whether or not <clears throat> these scholarship funds should be given to anyone who was not a legacy right. of someone who was a part of the project. Absolutely. It was kind of a, something that I had you know, promised to, to Susie and people on the island. Yes. And it's taken a long time for it to develop, but but since the 25th anniversary edition, mm -hmm. it's really kind of taken off. Wonderful. So I've been able to help, but um, I'm not going to be around forever. Now, I know what None you're saying. None of us are, right? So I wanted to ensure that... Um, the legacy is left behind. And, and that and it's continue. left behind and yes. in a safe 
keeping yeah. with uh, with the community that would be accessible to right. the legacy kids of the people who are in the Defusky Island book. Outstanding. And so I chose University of South Carolina Buford. I have spoken to uh, President um, Panu, Panu. Mm-hmm. and he's welcoming that the scholarship be set up there. And Excellent. I would love to come back and speak to you once that's all set up to, to give more directives of, of how to apply for that scholarship. That but excellent. we're at the process of setting it up now because you need a certain amount of money to be able to even have it um, done. Endow, which I'm sure you know. Yes. yes. So, so that's taking place now. And mm-hmm. until then, the monies that are being do- donated or if um, the next stage are the portfolios yes. that if they sell mm-hmm. they would go to um, the total amount of the sale of the portfolio goes to the scholarship fund. Excellent. So as soon as we get enough money to set mm-hmm. that up we'll set it up at University, at of, University South of South Carolina. Carolina. But so, in the meantime so the Yeah, but in the meantime the people go to the Southern Documentary Funds page and make donations into it so yes. that that money is going toward the endowment that yes. will then be the scholarship endowment that will be housed at University of South Carolina here in Beaufort, which is where until, the Fusky Island is. Yeah. Yes, until we get enough money to take it out of the Southern Documentary Fund yes. and move it to to the Diggs Scholarship, scholarship fund, fund at the University of South Carolina, Buford. Excellent. But um, there is a page on the Southern Documentary Fund website and all you have to do is t- type in Defusky Island, mm-hmm. and a page will show up mm-hmm. of the project. Yes. And it, it just tells, of it. it's not a lot, but it gives you a sense of the purpose of the project. Right. Um, but it, the, for the purpose of the project, the, the third, I said two, and mm-hmm. I've given you two already. Yes. But the last one, and it's it was also very important to me, that in terms of preservation yes not just the scholarship Mm -hmm. but i wanted the the um scholarship fund to be something that was i'm sorry i just just got that i wanted the scholarship fund to be around when i'm not here anymore yes and the Mm -hmm. only way i felt safe doing that Mm -hmm. because um people can be shy about moving things forward. I know that, that I am. Yeah. And unless it's something that you feel one that you can going to college is very expensive today. Absolutely. And we all know that. Mm-hmm. But much more so than than when I went to school. Mm-hmm. But I wanted to make education accessible. Yeah. I wanted to make it easy for mm-hmm. people to be able to get to, for mm-hmm. the legacy kids to, to get to. Mm-hmm. And I wanted them to have choices at the same time. Yes. And so in having the conversation with Dr. Panu, I was assured that it would be a great place for one of the portfolios to be and also for the Diggs Scholarship Fund. And they will be true to it. So soon. Yes, this will be all moved down here, back down. 
So you be bringing it on back down Highway 17 again. Huh? You coming down to King's Highway this time with this endowment. So tell us this. With the portfolios, because some of my listeners and viewers may be saying, well, wow, well, she's saying there are these portfolios. Is it something that an individual can buy? Are these things that are going to be just at universities or galleries? How does that part of the process work if someone was interested and said, well, I'd like to have a whole portfolio? Can they do that? Or do you have them going that you have a list where you're going to specifically place the portfolios themselves of the images? Well, I've been targeting um, individuals, but also corporations. And the very first one, I think I mentioned to you, is North Carolina A&T. Yes. We placed a, uh, a portfolio there through Bank of America. Wonderful. So what the individual does or the corporation does is they write a check to the Southern Documentary Fund mm -hmm. and then present a portfolio to North Carolina A&T in this case. But I'm insisting that all of the portfolios be placed in historically black colleges across the country. Excellent. But they can choose which one they, they place like it place. with. Yes. Bank of America decided we wanted to go to North Carolina A&T. And I went down and we did a pre presentation with, uh, this was just in, in February, um, nice. with the president of the school mm -hmm. and spoke to the uh, art students. Mm -hmm. and. It's as enriching for me as them receiving a portfolio about the history yes. of the island from the time that I was there. Yes. So if you'd like to know more about what's in the portfolio, I can tell you that as well. Mm -hmm. But I feel like I've been doing a lot of talking, yes, and yes. I actually have a question for you. Sure. So let's not so, run yeah. out of We ain't going to run out of time because I, I just wanted to make sure because I know my audience, they're, they're thinkers. So when they're hearing us talk about the portfolio, I knew they would want to know that aspect sure. of it about where will those be placed because they know we have the Gullah Geechee Alke Bulan archive which is the only archive in the world totally dedicated to Gullah Geechee history heritage and culture mm. and then we have a lot of sister centers like our St. Helena branch library that where we've been working on a Gullah Geechee collection so that was some place that I'm thinking about like, is there a possibility of us being able to have enough mm -hmm. funds donated for us to get a portfolio placed here? So one would be on St. Helena Island because we have the only Gullah Geechee room in any library in the world, which is a massive basket. And it would be outstanding to have a portfolio mm -hmm. here. And as people come to do research about Gullah Geechee culture, to see your work there as part of the Gullah Geechee collection. So that's something I'd really be interested in helping with to try Thank to get you. enough funds raised to get a portfolio here. And I know sometimes we just never know who's listening. There might be some corporate leaders here and others who are donors who will say, well, oh, I'll, I want to do that. So that yeah. way they, they get it. And then I know for everybody else who says, well, yeah, I wish I had that kind of money um, to put out there, but I'd like to get, you know, donate still to the scholarship. You all heard it. Go to the page that's Southern been described, Fund. Southern Documentary Fund, type in the Fusky, and then when the page comes up, you'll be able to contribute there, and those funds will help go toward the endowment. So now tell me, what's the question you have for me? <laughs> well, can I just ask you one more, one more question that's not the question I wanted to ask you, but did you say that it's a library on St. Helena Island, and what is it called? It is the St. Helena Branch Library. Okay. And within it, we have a room called the Gullah Geechee Room, 
which is entirely dedicated to research about Gullah Geechee history, heritage, and culture. So in other words, it's the non-circulating part of the library, and the okay. circulating part of it is built all around it. We've won international awards for the design of it and everything because the community actually designed our library. So when I send you the link about Vertima and I, I will send you the video link of the Great. day that we opened the St. Helena Branch Library. And so the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition that I founded, we have been working to build the Gullah Geechee collection there. So books, we have artwork from various artists that's there now, everything from sculptures to paintings. So it would be wonderful for us to work together to get your portfolio there as well. Well, an opportunity to collaborate with you again would really please me because as your viewers could see, we collaborated on the video. Yes. And we had not met before, but I knew you would be perfect. For I was so uh, happy. Lord's Prayer and, and 23rd Psalm. So thank yeah. you for that. And I'd love to collaborate with you again. Wonderful. Um, so thank you for that information. But the question that I had for you, Queen Quet, is... So with all of the news about monuments and memorials that are going on in this country today, mm -hmm. um, particularly in the South, um, if you could um, do a memorial to a Gullah Geechee person, who would that person be to do a monument? Who would that person be? Okay, so you asked the wrong person that question because I would never do a monument to one person. Okay. Because everything, That's... yeah, everything mm -hmm. within our life and our cosmology is about the collective. It's about mm -hmm. God and the family. Mm -hmm. And so I couldn't see one person standing there. In Savannah, there's a family statue that's on right. River Street. And right. so for me, it would have to be something all-encompassing where I saw two elders and then two children, you know, boy and a girl and a man and a woman, and then I would see the things that we work with around them. So everything mm -hmm. from the cast net to maybe the bat, maybe they're in the battle boat. You know, if I'm right, sculpting right, it, right. they may be in the battle boat, you see? And so that mm -hmm. everyone realizes that we can't do anything individually. I always teach the right. children that we are from islands, but no man or woman is an island. And so we have always lived together in family compounds, shared what we have. And I don't think you get that when you go the Western route of just isolating the one individual and putting them on the pedestal. But when we put the whole family on the pedestal together and it's a black family, I think that speaks volumes for not only this generation, but the future generations. So that's what I would do if it were me instead of doing one person. I think I asked the right person. <laughs> I have to disagree with you there because that may very well be an answer for moving forward mm -hmm. with tributes and monuments for people in general, but particularly for our community. Mm -hmm. um, when I visited North Carolina A&T, there was a monument to the four uh, young men who sat at the lunch counter. Yes. Um, yes. Yeah, and they have that right at the entrance to the Absolutely. school. Absolutely. Because they were all students at North Carolina A&T at the time that they did the protest at the lunch counter. Right. So um, 
there is an answer to what you were saying as well, that it wasn't just about one person. It was about a group of people. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I think you were the right person to ask. And I think, you know, to represent family makes perfect sense to me mm -hmm. for Gullah Geechee life. Absolutely. Yeah, because that's what it's all about. And I know you know, because you kept yep. coming back and being yep. there in the households, mm -hmm. in the compound, on the island. So you know what that feels like, literally. Yeah. Uh, you've it's a feeling it. that never it never leaves you never. for for uh, for Kamya. It just and it, it doesn't look it doesn't leave you. And it all and it all. So that's the thing is it is so lovely because you mentioned you were from Chicago and that yes. is a city that I love as well. Even though y'all need to get right in Chi Town, I don't have my Queen Quet Day in Chi Town yet. I don't know what y'all doing. I got okay. all these other Queen Quet Days in other cities. I don't know what y'all doing. Y'all keep inviting me back to Chi Town with my Queen Quet Day. With my Queen Quet Day. All right. So, but definitely, I love coming to Chi Town, and it's beautiful because every time I've been there, I met somebody else who was artistic and who was academic. Who had visited here, and I wow. actually met who was then the president of uh, what is it? Is it Chicago University or Chicago State University? It could be Chicago State. Chicago State, it was right on North Michigan, yeah. Yes. Or Columbia College. Oh no, it was Chicago State. It was Chicago Out State. On the South Side. Yes. yes. And I was there to speak, and it, and you can see this on Gullah Geechee TV. It was so interesting because the person who had invited me. We met through the Together uh, with Order, Audubon and Toyota, did the Together Green Fellowship, and we had both had fellowships. And so he was doing this conference to help people be able to prepare in the event of a disaster. And so he asked me to come and do the keynote address. So I'm like, oh, that'll be great. So I'm there early, like I always am. We're already set up. We're checking sound. We're checking this. So I'm saying, well, the next thing I need to do is speak to whomever is going to introduce me to make sure they can say my name correctly, right? <laughs> and that they can say Gullah Geechee correctly. And he's like, okay, no problem. She's on the way. She's having trouble parking her car. And I said, oh, yeah, Chicago. I, I get it, right? <laughs> so here it is that while this young lady is trying to park her car and get in the building, here comes this gentleman at the 11th hour. Like, this is five minutes to showtime kind of deal. And yeah. all of a sudden, I turn around. I'm getting ready to step off stage to go in the back to sit down until they're ready for me. This gentleman comes up. He's like, Queen Quet, it is an honor to have you here. I'm the president of the university. I was like, oh, nice to meet And I'm, before I can get nice to meet out of my mouth, I am hugged. I am oh. squeezed. Yeah. He says, I've been to your island. And then you are here, and ain't nobody introducing you except me. And he did, he did one of the best introductions I have ever had in my life. And he only met me all of five minutes before he got up there and introduced me. And it was well, he so knew about you. Yeah, he, he did, and he knew. And I mean, yeah. and it was so heartfelt and was so sincere. And his That's love from having been here. Do you know who brought him here? Who the brought him here? Alex Bird. Haley. Alex Haley. Oh, of course, because Alex stayed at Penn Center exactly. for some time, right? Roots. Exactly. So he uh -huh. was part of the research team for Roots, and they had been here. And oh, so that was just amazing. I mean, that was yeah. a gift, you know. Uh, yeah. So like you say, the experience never leaves you. And that sure. was his thing is, uh-uh, no. 
I've been wanting to come back down. Uh-uh, ain't nobody else introducing you in your hair. And I couldn't leave the campus after everything was over. Here they go. They're like, Queen Quet, um, you've been summoned to the president's office. It felt like, you know, like, am I going to the principal's office? You know, and so we went there, and, and I mean, we just got to talk and laugh and learn about his journey here and the work they had done, and it was just a powerful thing. And so, you know, at least Alex Haley left this kind of embossed legacy for the world to know about our story and our journey, and I feel you've done the same thing with your book, so I'm definitely encouraging all of you, go ahead, get to Amazon, get your copy, because when they're gone, they're gone, 25th, 25th. You, you can't change that. You know, we don't pass that number. So get yourself a copy of this book. And definitely, if you all want to rewatch this or share it with your friends, it's going to be on TV. You know, you can subscribe for free, TV, And you can always follow me at Gullagichi so you'll know more about the Diggs Scholarship. And you know, I always say, Hona must take care of the root for heal the tree. So anything named Diggs, you had me right there, Sister D. <laughs> appropriate and I think the only thing that's missing from this conversation is my cup of tea. Anna. The sweet tea, Anna. Anna again. But tea oh, or yeah. fried, you know, a fried fish tea. or something. And both. You know, can't have both because you got to have something wash the fish down so you got to have at least sweet tea and things like that. Throw them down and throw it, wash them down and then get a little cornbread, you know. And, you know. I know you know. That's the only thing that's missing in this meeting. Anna, I know that's right. But next time we're gonna get that together. We're gonna get I look that together. To it. For I sure. Look I truly look forward to this. We're both saying the same thing. It's such a pleasure <laughs> to be with you. I just I just wish we were under an oak tree on the porch together exactly. right here, but we are in a way right now. And I so know. it's a blessing. Yeah. It's a blessing. So definitely you have any final words for the audience that you want to share just in terms of being a photographer and what it's like to document communities that are different or they're connected to you but they're still different than your own coming from Chicago to come to the Sea Island or going to West Africa they still were different and these are cultural heritage communities are there any last words you want to give that maybe some photographers watch everybody a photographer now because y'all got a cell phone I know y'all think y'all funny but I don't mean y'all. <laughs> that that's a very good question, and I appreciate your asking and giving me the opportunity to say that all of us should be documenting our families. All of us, every family needs a documentarian. So use those phones to take and make photographs to document your family, and I promise you, you will be very happy that you did. And the last thing that I want to say is just that when I first met Emory Campbell, mm -hmm. that was another generation yes. from years ago. Yes. And we are still friends. And mm -hmm. I did that interview just a year ago with yes. Emory. But you, Queen Quet, have really moved this forward as generations are supposed to do. And by telling the stories as you're doing it, it's, it's not just talking it. You are telling valuable stories. You are moving this generation and legacy forward. And I want to thank you for that. And I really look forward to possibly coming back and talking to you once we set yeah. up the DIG Scholarship Fund. So this generational, this moving from one generation to the next, 
again, encourage your audience. I encourage your audience to pick up that torch and keep doing it because this story can never stop being told. Absolutely. I thank you. And I thank you for being part of all of us who have been telling our story. And so that people know that we're not legend, but we have a legacy. Because Correct. a lot of people just I think agree. it's mythology when they hear about who we be down your these your sea islands. But when we put the pictures out there, when we put the videos out there, when we put our voice to it, they realize there's life there and it's real life. You see, right. this is reality, who we be. We be Gullah Geechee anointed people. And so definitely I am so thankful to you, my sister, for being here with me today. I've been looking forward to having you on. I was telling folks here, I said, I got my first star on my show, <laughs> you know, and they were like, who is that? You know, and that what I said, exactly. well, they were like, oh, that's so good. You know, and so I'm so happy for everyone who's joined us live here in the chat. And as I mentioned before, it will be airing again on GullahGeechee.tv. Y'all know how to spell Gullah, right? G-U-L-L-A-H, Geechee, G-E-E-C-H-E-E. Ain't there no I in Geechee if it a we. Okay. So GullahGeechee.tv. You can subscribe for free and keep up with all the episodes because I know sometime on Wednesday at 3, you're probably at work or you're all zooming in somewhere else. But I'm so happy for all of you who watch the show afterwards and especially those of you who share it over your social media, you embed it in your blogs. And so we're going to definitely be blogging about this program and about digs so that you'll have those links right there at hand. Make sure to follow GullahGeecheeNation.com. GullahGeecheeNation.com, and you'll keep up with the journey of what we're doing to dig a little deeper into this scholarship fund, get it endowed, get it moved, and we definitely want to get that that portfolio here at the St. Helena Branch Library so that you all can come to the Gullah Geechee Room like you've been doing in the past and support us and support the programming, but especially support our legacy that continues to go on. And so we're so proud that with the Gullah Geechee Land and Legacy Fund, we were able to get enough funds to support a lot of people this past week so that they didn't lose their property. Thank you for all of you who donated. Even if you say, well, I only had five to put on it, Queen. Trust me, your $5 helped somebody's family to continue to stay on their land. And without this, your land ain't going to be none of we. Because there ain't going to be no Gullah Geechee if we ain't Deponesia Island in the sea. So definitely when y'all see us zooming in, and this is 2020, it's all about seeing things more clearly. And it's about that legacy that you're going to leave behind. Who's going to put your picture on a wall or put it in a book or pour a libation and call out your name? So you got to think about what you do today so that there's something for someone else in the future that's positive. And so I'm so happy that we've had a chance to share some of these things as we zoomed in on photography and documenting the cultural community here, Ponda Fusky. And we have more of the journey to go. And guess what? When I leave the show, I'm going straight over. And we are going to make at least a $500 donation to Diggs today. All right? And yes, from the Gullah Geechee Land and Legacy Fund. We're going, we're going to do that because we want to help Sunday churn going on the school. Yeah? Okay, then. <laughs> So we're definitely going to do that today and encourage others that are watching who are listening. If you can match me, match me. If you can't, just say, well, okay, queen, I couldn't get quite there. But y'all know how we do in church. Then tithe. 
tithe, get 10%, put that on it. All right, because it is going to make a difference and it'll make a difference in the future of natives from go from Defusky as well as descendants of Defusky to get their education paid for. And that can make all the difference in the world. All right, so we definitely want to continue to plant seeds that are going to grow in the future and so that we can sustain who we be right up on these islands in the sea called the Sea Islands and the Gullah Geechee Nations. This should have Queen Quet. Head from the body of the Gullah Geechee Nation. So glad that y'all tune in one more again for zooming in on sustainability. See you on the next Wednesday, on the chilling. And by the way, happy Gullah Geechee Cultural Heritage Awareness Month. If we ain't done make you aware of who we be today, I ain't know what wrong with y'all chilling. I ain't know what for see. All right. Y'all take care. Stay safe. Stay healthy. Peace and blessings, everybody.